Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score, the Devils 3, the Sharks 2 in the shootout. San Jose has to settle for one point, but they will take it and move on to the road trip. Time now for our Sharks instant replay as to how it all happened tonight here at SAP Center at San Jose. Attendance tonight, 12,019 fans. They were raucous. They enjoyed the game, and they certainly got their money's worth with an up-and-down battle between two young teams seeking victory. In the first period, there were no goals for either side. The shots were 10 for the Devils and 9 for the Sharks, and that pretty much characterized the way the rest of the game was going to go. Just up and down the ice, some decent checking, and as the game developed, some solid goaltending on both sides from James Reimer from San Jose and his old partner from Toronto, Jonathan Bernier. In the second period, the Sharks drew first blood as they scored at 448, a nice little exchange of passes between Mario Ferraro and the man who scored the goal, Rudolph Spalsers. And the first pass by Burns gets out. And here comes the man down the right side. Balser's delaying. He gained the zone. Fed it from the right boards across the rink to Ferraro. Ferraro moves in deep, throws it in front. Quick shot. Score! Rudolph's Balser's on a give and go with Mario Ferraro. And a brilliant finish for Balser's. It's 1-0 Sharks at 4.48 of the second. It was really good to see Balser's raise the level of play of his game because he had a couple of down contests, and uh, good to see him get back and score that one. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of opportunities, just, you know, sort of snake bit and uh, unable to find the back of the twine. Nice goal there. So it was one nothing Sharks at that point. 4.48 the time of it. Balser's second of the season. Mario Ferraro got, getting the primary assist, but Brent Burns, the good first pass out of the zone, getting his first of two assists on the night. The Devils keep kept fighting back, and fight back they would. Nico Heischer was the number one overall pick in the NHL draft his draft year, and he made a number one overall level play with a brilliant pass over to Ryan Graves, which tied the game at 16-45. Now trailing the play, McLeod moves up the right wing side, comes across the line, over to Heischer, and the pass across the ice to Graves. He scores. Tie game, Ryan Graves jumping up into the play. And again, Santini Hatzika got double teamed there after his first shot got blocked. Moving up the right side, Michael McLeod stick handled into the zone, and he dropped it back to Heeshear, and the number one overall pick spotted Graves breaking in on the left wing, and Graves had the entire net to shoot at to tie the game 1-1. Pretty solid game for Ryan Graves all in all. Made a lot of good defensive plays, but that was a, a pretty good decision to jump up into the play at that moment. Yeah, and a great pass by Nico Heischer. He he saw the lane there, waited for Ryan Graves to get into it. But like you said, Ryan Graves had a, a number of good defensive plays, and he added with the goal right there. And so it was tied 1-1. And the back-and-forth nature of the game has been firmly established by this point. The Sharks would take the 2-1 lead on the power play in the third period. 
The penalty was called against the Devils when Yanni Kokkonen took the penalty for high sticking at four minutes and four seconds, putting the Sharks on the power play. And it would be Jonathan Dolan who would end up getting credit for the goal with a beauty of a shot. Can the Sharks take advantage here on the Cash Creek power play? Let's see. Nick Merkley to Burns, over to Jonathan Dolan. Again, no stick. Shot by Jonathan Dolan. He scores! Nothing much Damon Severson could have done on that one because he broke his stick, had to drop it, and Jonathan Dolan lets go a laser. And the Sharks score on the power play and take the 2-1 to lead. So how about that? Damon Severson blocks a shot with his stick. Has no stick. He's got to drop the stick because you can't play with a broken stick. That's a penalty. And the Sharks take total advantage of that by filling the space. Jonathan Dolan, what a shot. Yeah, Dolan, it was the one that broke Damon Severson's stick as well. He fired that puck right off the faceoff. And then, you know, Benito, you know, that sort of the unheralded job that he did in front of the net there. He, you know, if he's not there to block that shot, Bernier's up on the top of his crease again. He just moves the shoulder at the last second, allows no chance for Bernier and a rocket of a shot from uh, Dolan. Dolan's fifth goal of the season came on the power play. Burns his second assist. Nick Merkley, the former Devil, also assisting at 421 of the third. And it was a 2-1 Sharks lead. But then all of a sudden, the table started to turn a little bit. And one of the big reasons was the goaltending of Jonathan Bernier. Bernier would make a couple of big saves in the third period. Here's one with about eight minutes to go. Poked out by Peterson. Here comes John Leonard. He's got Gadjevich breaking. Breakaway. Gadjevich. Deke shoots. Great save by Bernier on Gadjevich's breakaway chance. He looked for a rebound play, and the Devils knocked it aside. Amazing save. He barely got that with his toe. Yeah, and Gadjevich made a great play. Bernier thought he had him with the poke check. He was able to get the poke check out there. Gadjevich made the move around it and shot right away. And somehow Bernier was able to stick that toe out. And that puck just goes off the toe there. Great save. And so the score was still 2-1 to one Sharks, but that could have been a backbreaker. Instead, it was a motivator. And the Devils would come back and tie the game at 17-04. And they turn it over in their own zone. Centering feed poked wide by Jimmy Vesey, who's got it now on the right circle. Sends toward the net. Ryan Merkley bats it down. Can't get it. The shot. Score! Quokinen on the rebound. Slips one through traffic. With a young defense out there for the Sharks, the Devils tie it up with 2.56 left in the third period. It's all even at two apiece. You can't play Brent Burns and Mario Ferraro on every shift in the third period. They had to sit him out a little bit, and Ryan Merkley and Santi Hataka got out there. Two young guys with an opportunity here with the team leading 2-1. to one. Unfortunately, they got tangled up a little bit. Cogliano was back there, too, if my memory is correct. And Quokinen just pounced on the puck, getting his second goal. VZ and White assisting on the play at 17-04, 2-2. Yeah, and Jersey was just coming down. And you, know, you felt after that Gadjevich, you know, sort of that big save by Bernier, that the way that New Jersey was coming down, that they were going to get that goal. They were just constantly coming down and, and making good plays. And there it was just a little miscommunication, probably off the overpass from Hatika originally to Merkley. The Jersey Devils guy broke that pass up and created some pressure. And so we went to overtime. And again, Jonathan Bernier came up big a couple of times, but also coming up big for the Sharks were that defensive pair we've talked about all night. Mario Ferraro and Brent Burns. It seemed like they were on the ice for the entire overtime, although they did get off the ice surface for a maybe 30-second breather before getting thrown back out there, sometimes together and sometimes not. Mario Ferraro ended up playing 31 minutes and 12 seconds, which is an all-time high for him. He had one assist. And Brent Burns with two assists, 
played 30 minutes, 29 seconds, had seven shots on goal and three blocked shots, and maybe his best chance to score a goal came with seconds remaining in overtime, but Jonathan Bernier would be there. Here comes Hurdle across the line, looking to make the play. Stick handles, throws it back. Here's Burns moving in, shooting it. Stick save made by Bernier, and the puck's in the crowd with seven and a half seconds left in overtime. What a play, what a save. I mean, incredible that Brent Burns had enough gas in the tank to be able to skate up the ice like he did after being on for every other shift. Yeah, and up in the play all the time, making plays, uh, playing hard defense in there. It was just the ice was a little bit beat up there at the end of overtime, and he had to double clutch. He got that pass from uh, Hurdle out of the corner, and it just double clutched it just a little bit, had to reach back and, and allow Bernier to get across and eventually get the glove save on it, or so, sorry, the blocker. So that was a big, big, big save by Jonathan Bernier with seconds remaining in overtime. It came down to the shootout after that, and Logan Couture would score in the shootout, but Jesper Bratt would tie it. 1-1 in the very first opportunity. Rudolph's Balsers hit the post in his second chance for the Sharks. Alexander Holtz was stopped by James Reimer. And then it came down to Tomas Hurdle. Hurdle shooting the puck. Nope. Stopped by the goaltender Bernier. And wouldn't you know the coincidental guy on the ice to shoot the puck would be Damon Severson. The guy who broke his stick on the power play goal against by Jonathan Dolan would be given the opportunity after... Getting into penalty trouble last night in Los Angeles and in the first period tonight, Lindy Ruff decided to throw him out there for this turned-out-to-be game-winning play. James Reimer is going to have to stop this in order for the shootout to continue. And look who's out there. Damon Severson, the man who had three penalties in the third period last night in Los Angeles and one in the first, much to the chagrin of Lindy Ruff, but he's being given a chance to win the game for the Devils. He moves in, he deeks, he scores! Damon Severson wins it for New Jersey in the shootout. The final score will be recorded as the Devils 3, the Sharks 2. And what an end for Severson, who was mobbed by his teammates, but half the team went over to Jonathan Bernier because of those big saves in the third and in OT. That was the move of the game. The distance, the distance between SAP Center at San Jose and Prudential Center in, in Newark, New Jersey, is 2,930 miles. And that move of the game is brought to you by SM Moving. Quality in every move you make. And, you know, you were commenting on what a great move it was by Severson to go up top. Yeah, no, he came in and, you know, sometimes you get surprised seeing the defenseman. We haven't seen the, you know, the New Jersey Devils in a while, but he made an unbelievable play. A couple head fakes this way and that coming on the right side. Got uh, Reimer to back off into the back. You know, he waited him out, backed him down into his crease, and then put that thing right underneath the bar. No chance for Reimer. It was an unfortunate end for Reimer, whose team lost an opportunity to get two points, but came up with one because Reimer had some really solid saves as well. But uh, unfortunately for him, his old buddy and Nets on the other side made a couple of more big ones. And so it turned out to be a devil's victory, 3-2 to two in the shootout. That's it for our instant replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.